0: Section fourteen of Library of the World's Best Mystery and Detective Stories, Volume six. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Carolyn Library of the World's Best Mystery and Detective Stories, Volume six, by Julian Hawthorne, editor section fourteen the withered hand from the turkish one of the caliphs of the abbasids named mutasid billah yansur bin nur was a sovereign of great good judgment and careful justice he one day in company with his attendants visited a palace situated on the banks of the tigris where he observed an expert fisherman throw his net into the river and, after hauling it out, found only three or four fish in it. The caliph, remarking this, commanded the fisherman to throw it into the water again for his sake, and let us see, said he, what my luck will be. The man did as he was ordered, and soon after, hauling his net out, felt something weighty among its meshes. In consequence of the increased weight, The attendants of the Caliph had to aid him, and when the net was on shore, they found in it a leather bag, tightly bound round the mouth. In this bag they at first perceived a number of tiles, and finally, at its bottom, the hand of a tender and young girl, bent and shriveled. The Caliph, on seeing the hand, exclaimed, "'Poor creature, what work is this, that the servants of God, Mussulmans?" Should be thus cut to pieces and thrown to the river without our knowledge, we must find the committer of this wicked act. Now with the caliph was one of his cadis, judges, who spoke and said, O Amir of the faithful, give your precious self no trouble about this matter, for, by your favour, we will investigate, and with proper care and circumspection bring it to light.' The caliph at the same time called the governor of the city of Baghdad and giving the bag into his hands said, Go to the bazaar, show it to the sack sewers, and inquire whose work it is. They know each other's work. And if you find the individual who sewed it, bring him to me. The cadi had the sack shown to the sewers, and an old grave-looking man, on seeing it, exclaimed that it was his own work. Lately I sold it, added he, and two others to one Yahi Illa, a native of Damascus, of the family of the Mahides. The kadi, on hearing this, said, Come with me to the Caliph. Fear nothing, he has only a few questions to ask you. So the old man accompanied him into the presence of the Caliph, who demanded of him to whom he had sold it. THE OLD MAN ANSWERED AS BEFORE, ADDING, O PRINCE OF THE FAITHFUL, HE IS A MAN OF HIGH RANK, BUT VERY WICKED AND TYRANNICAL, AND CONTINUALLY DOES INJURY AND VEXATION TO TRUE BELIEVERS. EVERYONE FEARS HIM, AND NONE DARE COMPLAIN AGAINST HIM TO THE Caliph. LATELY A LADY NAMED INAN MAGENE PURCHASED A FEMALE SLAVE FOR ONE THOUSAND DINARS, who was very fair and beautiful, and, moreover, a poetess. This man supposed her mistress would sell her to him, but receiving the lady's reply that she had already given her her freedom, he sent her word that there was to be a wedding in the house, and requested that the female should be loaned him for the occasion. The lady, therefore, sent her as a loan for three days, and— After four or five had elapsed, sending to demand her, received for answer that she had already left his house two or three days ago, and notwithstanding the lady's tears and complaints, she could not obtain her slave, not even hear any news of her. The lady, from fear of this man's violence, held her peace and left the quarter wherein she had resided, for it is said he had already put several of his neighbors to death. When the old man was done speaking, the caliph seemed greatly rejoiced, and commanded that Yahia Illa should forthwith be brought before him. He came, and when he was shown the hand found in the back, his colour changed, and he falsely endeavoured to exculpate himself. The lady was likewise brought, and so soon as she saw the hand, she commenced weeping, and exclaimed, Yes, indeed, it is the hand of my poor murdered slave. Speak, said the caliph to the Mahides, for by my head I swear to know the truth of this affair. So the man acknowledged that he had killed the slave, and the caliph, in consideration of Hashim, footnote, Bini Hashim, one of the most ancient Arabian tribes from which the Prophet descended, Eighty, and a footnote, sentenced him to pay to the owner of the slave one thousand pieces of gold for the loss which she had sustained, and one hundred thousand more for the law of retaliation. After which he allowed him three days in which to settle his affairs in the city, and then leave it for ever. On learning this sentence, the public loudly praised the caliph's judgment. And commended his justice and equity. End of section fourteen.